Hey guys, welcome back to another Upper Room Devotional. I'm with Justin. Don't you start, dude. I'm sorry. Don't you start. I'm sorry. Already with the giggles. You know what it is, Tim? It's like, a, I'm trying to think what the word is. Uh, it's like relapse. You know what I mean? You know, it's like we had it, we had it down, and you've been saying it that way. Yeah. And now that I started pointing out that we're doing it that way, suddenly it made it hard oh, for you to it's super hard it now. Yeah, my brain just stops working. Now. We're doing okay. a devotional. That's what we're doing. We're doing, we're doing a devotional. We're, it's a devotional. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Tim, what do we got, man? <laughs> All right. So I want to read a story. I consider this the interrupted miracle. Okay. All right. Cool. I uh, would be in Luke eight, uh, forty through fifty six. It's kind of a decent chunk here. Okay. Cool. And as Jesus returned, the people welcomed him, for they had all been waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, and he was an official of the synagogue. And he fell at Jesus' feet and began to implore him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about 12 years old, and she was dying. But as he went, as he went the crowds were pressing against him. And a woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years and could not be healed by anyone came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. And immediately her hemorrhage stopped. And Jesus said, Who is the one who touched me? And while they were all denying it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing into you. But Jesus said, Someone did touch me, for I was aware that power had gone out of me. When the woman saw that she had not escaped notice, she came trembling and fell down before him, and declared in the presence of the whole people and the reason why she had touched him, and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone came from the house of the synagogue official, saying, Your daughter has died. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. But when Jesus heard this, he answered him, Do not be afraid any longer. Only believe, and she will be made well. When he came to the house, he did not allow anyone to enter with him, except Peter and John and James and the girl's father and mother. Now they were all weeping and lamenting for her. But he said, Stop weeping, for she has not died but is asleep. And they began laughing at him, knowing that she was dead. He, however, took her by the hand and called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up immediately, and he gave orders to something to give her to eat. Her parents were amazed, but he instructed them to tell no one what had happened. Yeah, good story. Good story. This is kind of two things going on at the same time. What were your thoughts? So I feel bad for this guy named Jairus. (laughs) (laughs) His daughter's dying. He knows that Jesus can heal her, and he rushes to get to him, right? Yeah. Now there's a crowd, and they're on the way to his house. And all these people are crowded around him, and then this woman just comes out of nowhere touches him, gets healed, and he literally stops his momentum to get to his house to heal his daughter Yeah, to ask, who touched me? Something. I felt something leave me, right? Mm-hmm. And his disciples are like, dude, what are you talking about? Everybody's touching you. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But he literally, then he stops and he talks to the woman, calls her daughter, which I heard was the only time Jesus ever called anybody daughter was hmm. this passage right here. Kind of interesting. But he talks to her, says, daughter, you know, your faith has made you well to get up. He starts doing a sermon and then you get word that his daughter is dead. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And he's like. That's why I consider this like the interrupted miracle. Like yeah. The girl would have been fine if he would have just made it there, but instead got involved with this interrupted woman. Dude, I was, I was reading this uh, like two days ago. And what was standing out to me is that the the child who has died is 12 years old and the lady has been struggling for 12 years. I'm like. There's some correlation there. I don't know what that is. At some point, I will figure it out and I will come back. (laughs) Numbers uh, are always and let you all know. But um, yeah, what's 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 interesting to me about miracles like this uh, is that God knows what He's doing, right? And He always seems to be doing more than what we see on the surface. Mm -hmm. And so, what's interesting to me is that uh, this official 
Jairus was an official of the synagogue. And so the synagogue had a healing ministry. (laughs) They had people who would pray and anoint you with oil and do a lot of these different things. It's like, so this guy comes basically from a place of he's he's one of the bad guys in a sense and is coming to Jesus with his 12-year-old daughter who is dying. And I will tell you as a man who has two daughters, this is hard. Yeah. This is a very difficult thing that this man is going through. And I can only imagine um, what's going on in this man's heart and what's going on in this man's head even prior to coming to Jesus in desperation. You know, I bet he feels at some level like God has failed him. Oh, yeah. You know, like, um, you know, nobody in the temple is doing this. He's probably coming to Jesus as a last resort. And then Jesus stops and heals this woman who's been suffering for longer than his, or at least as long as his daughter has been alive. Yeah. And we want to, in this moment, try to weigh and measure miracles or, you know, different circumstances and things. And I don't think that's the point at all. I think here the important thing to point out is that um, God's plan for the miracle for Jairus was different than what he thought it was going to be from a time frame perspective. And Jesus seems to do this thing where he waits for things to go south a little bit farther so that his miracle is even bigger. (laughs) And in this particular circumstance, Jesus stops, heals this woman who has been struggling Right, and she, but she finally, in desperation, makes it to Jesus and just touches the hem of his robe and is healed. And she believes and she gets it, yeah. and which this, is an amazing story in itself. Yeah. you know. But you put that in the middle of this guy who's trying to heal his daughter, right? I mean, it makes it a whole different information. Well, I think what I'm what I'm trying to show, at least at some level, is this: this woman got it and knew that all it would take was a touch and she would be healed. And this other guy is struggling with doubt. You have one extremely faithful person who finds healing instantly in the story of the person who's doubting God's powder or power, right? God's powder. Powder, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, it's uh, pixie dust, yeah. Or um, now for nine ninety nine well, on our website. Tim, in your life, does it not feel like there's lots of people who are having their prayers answered and yours are not? All the time. Right? Like, like the, this is the story of um, the late miracle yeah. that's greater uh, this lady gets healed from you know a, a bleeding problem, but this little girl comes back from the dead, mm. and uh, everyone you know in this room is laughing and is basically saying it's too late, yeah. it's too late. And Jesus basically rolls in and brings this girl back to life, and then goes out the back way and doesn't even tell these people. Hey, I was, that's funny. I was going to bring that up to you. Like, what was that implication there? Like, it, it's my flesh thinking this, right? I'm like, if everybody was laughing at me, I couldn't do anything. And I did it. I would brag about it to everybody. I think God invites people who want to celebrate. Um, let me say this a different way. Those who get to celebrate the work of the kingdom are those who uh, are part of the kingdom. Yeah. Those who have faith get to see the work of God. Those who don't have faith, even if they saw the work of God, wouldn't see the work of God. Yeah. This is why you, know, you have people when Jesus is doing stuff and they get mad and are wondering why he's healing on the Sabbath. You know what I mean? Or why is he hanging out with these people? Yeah. Jesus doesn't give celebration of the kingdom to those who don't want to be part of the kingdom. Very true. Um, so, but but the point that I wanted to make, when we read this story, here's here's the takeaway, and there's a ton of stuff that we could talk about in this passage. I think the takeaway for the Devo today is this. 
God is doing things in his own timing. And just because God is doing things in other people's lives does not mean you're forgotten. And maybe you feel like my circumstance is getting worse and theirs is getting better. And it's like, God, I thought we were walking together. I felt like you were with me. And now suddenly I feel like you've stopped and I'm alone and my situation is getting worse and you're helping other people. And I just want to know what's going on. And, And the story of Jairus is here to remind us that no matter where you find your circumstances, God's going to be glorified and he can bring dead things back to life. Nice. That That's what he does. And so if if the church had failed him, and in this particular circumstance, it's kind of like that because he's a Jewish official, and then he goes to Jesus and he feels like Jesus is abandoning him, I want to tell you, stick around with Jesus. Because mm. this guy could have left when his friends came up and said, she's dead. Don't bug him anymore, which is what I would say most people think. There's going to come an opportunity in your life for you to bail on the miracle or the thing that you feel like God has told you he's going to do because you feel like it's too late and God can't do anything. And I'm telling you right now, stick around. Just wait and see because we serve a God who doesn't do it in your timing but does it with – but comes through on his promises. And when he does, especially if your circumstance has been extra difficult, he does something extra special. Awesome. So thanks, man. Right on. I got to say that I did steal this from my brother's podcast episode, but I thought it was a great word in there for us oh, to yeah. be able to get your thoughts on. So Go thank ahead. you for enlightening me with this too, man. Of course, man. Of course. Yeah. And uh, his podcast is good. So it is. I dig it. I still want him to listen to this, but he stole my content. You know, <laughs> let him know. No. Let him know. But hey, good word. <laughs> I, I hope that uh, did resonate with some people out yeah, there. Yeah. I hope it blesses you guys this week. Stay the course, stick with Jesus, and wait for the miracle. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Right.